Welcome to Carmali Exchange. I'm Faisal Carmali, and I'm joined with two gentlemen here, David Nagy with E-Commerce Canada, Leo Bailey with Interact Corporation. Now, if you want to hear about how to take your business through the e-commerce world to make sure that you get your money right away, tune in for this. Keep on pushing to meet the needs of the customer. We'll meet the needs of the business. The Carmali Exchange is brought to you by Master Chocolate by Bernard. We've got e-commerce Canada interact with us here at the same spot. How did the two of you get connected? That's a good question. We're jumping right in, phase. Let's go right goodness. into it. Okay. Well, how do we get connected? I think this is all born on the spirit of goodwill. Both of our organizations have this passion for working with and building, you know, a successful ecosystem around Canada's small business environment, right? So we work on behalf of SMEs. We try and build things and do things for SMEs. That's really how our two organizations were tethered together with one another. Leo, maybe have more thoughts on our, our initial meeting. Yeah, I think SMEs are the engine of Canada. And, you know, where David and I really connected on was helping and supporting the ecosystem in a way that makes sense, not only for the present, but for the future. So how do you make commerce easier for the SME community? And we're both very passionate about that. And that's the jumping off point I want to start with is how to make things easier for SMEs. So in front of you, gentlemen, are a couple of chocolate boxes, of course, by Master Chocolate. And I'm going to start off, I'm going to open up one of these boxes. I'm going to ask you a question. That's how we're going to have the dialogue going. So we can kind of get some questions to each other, get some answers. It's free flowing. Have as much fun. Enjoy the chocolate if you want to as well, because it's delicious. So I'm going to start off. Okay. I'm going to start off with you, David, in regards to this. What are the latest trends impacting the retail sector and small businesses in general? And let me add a second part to this. How is the current economic outlook impacting SMEs? Okay, lots to absorb. Get my brain going quick, Faisal. Okay, technology-wise, I think we all need to become digital today, right? We all need to make the transition from paper to pixels to some extent. Something that we're all experiencing and going through, and it really ramped up and accelerated over the the pandemic, Mm -hmm. right? That's when we talked about everybody has to be online. It's a little bit more than that. Everybody needs to be digital. Everybody needs operational efficiency. So that's something that my team and I deal with on a daily basis. The key buzzwords right now, certainly around artificial intelligence and process optimization, what's happening in your business to make you, your team, your systems, your software, what you do on a day-to-day basis a little bit easier through the facilitation of some artificial intelligence. For myself, I use something like a meeting note taker, right? It's as simple as that, where I always needed somebody to ride along with me on a meeting with a client before. And I don't take good notes. I'm not very cerebral that way, Faisal, you know me. (laughs) I always needed somebody along for the rides. Like, hey, make sure this is all captured. Make sure we've got a list of to-dos. Hey, I can do that really great for you now. Heck, it can can record the whole meeting and it can... It can take like sentiment cues from our engagement. It can tell you whether the meeting was positive, negative, or neutral. So it's really amazing things that technology is driving in terms of business process optimization. The other thing that I think is really cool is kind of, um, you know, in physical storefronts, the pendulum swing, maybe not out of e-commerce, but certainly to more physical retail mm-hmm. is driving a bit of a technology wave. 
Amazon's creating a lot of buzz with, I'm not sure what we're calling it right now, but Amazon Go or the Walk and Go, <laughs> things like that. You know, down at the Saddle Dome right now, you can yep. walk in, grab merchandise, walk out. That's really cool stuff, you know, great user experience. So certainly this technology wave, I think, is at its infancy, and I think artificial intelligence will probably be the core of what happens over the next 10 years or so. Leo, Interact and retail have been synonymous for as long as I can remember. So let's talk about the current conditions as you see it through the lens of Interac. Yeah, for, through the lens of Interac and, you know, I'll probably selfishly zero in on the SME segment. I think for the past few years, the macro and microeconomic conditions have been interesting to say the least, right? We've seen a lot of small business operators are feeling the pinch operationally, right? So Interac is uh, focused on making the cost as minimal as possible to process transactions. That's one. And what we've really been focused on this year is having tools readily accessible to the SME community that are seeking operational excellence, uh, seeking support, uh, goal tracking, planning to make that easier, right? I think um, sometimes goal setting and, and pieces such as that have been, there need to need to be a little bit of a demystification. We've made that a lot of those pieces readily available uh, on our dollar one hub. So that's what we're focused on because there's so many other things to worry about. If we can make operating your business a little bit easier, we're there to help. Ready for the next one? Absolutely. Jump in. I thought you would uh, take a bite of that chocolate. Oh, <laughs> you don't want to be eating chocolate right now. I won't stop. That's yeah. the problem. <laughs> okay. Leo, what is happening in the small business ecosystem from Interact's perspective? So what activities are you involved in and that are helping to build that ecosystem even more? What we have done, uh, Faisal, in the past year is we've really hit the ground in Canada, meeting great folks like David and other individuals across the country that are passionate about small businesses like ourselves to really let people know and the community know that Interact is here, not just as a payment processor, but we're here to support the small business community. We want to hear from you. Uh, We want to know what are some of the tools um, and enablement pieces that we can do and we can get to market to make your life a little bit easier. So we have great products that are SME friendly, but you know, maybe sometimes our communication could have been more pro- proactive. So what we've been doing for this year and going into the future is making our communication more crisp and more clear with not only what we have now in market for SMEs, but what's around the corner. So for example, we have great tools such as eTransfer for Business. As you know, we have our debit pieces that are at storefront. And you know, we also have more coming up in the e-commerce commerce space as well. That's great. But we want our SME community to know that as well, right? So uh, we're doing more of that. And that's all going to be centralized in our dollar one hub also. And I'm glad you're on the show here to talk about that to all the small, medium sized yeah. businesses out there. David, does it ever surprise you when you hear or see a business that doesn't accept electronic payment, such as Interac or a credit card or anything like that. There are I, I've come across a few lately. That's why I'm like, and I'm like, really? Like you still want a check? Like I don't write checks, but it's <laughs> it's. Um, does it surprise you when you? I am far from the smartest guy in the room, Faisal. But it would shock me when someone hasn't. It, it doesn't have the ability to take or to send some form of electronic payment. As a matter of fact, um, I can just speak. 
from my own experience as a business owner over the past 20 years, the, the prevalence. Leo, you're so humble. You, you know, you've been doing so much to help the small business community. But one of the products from Interact that is part of my day-to-day life is, is e-transfer payment, right? Like e-transfer for business. You know, you can get a higher limit on the amount of a Interact e-transfer. And I would take that any day over a check. Faisal, I wait sometimes as a consultant, you know, I wait weeks, months for checks to arrive. There's kind of this nebulous, like I hope it shows up. Uh, yeah. Electronic payment and certainly, you know, e-transfer is a is a huge part of my world right now. And it comes in to Leo's point. It's a, it's lower rate and it's helpful to my business. So if you're still asking your customers or clients to write a check to you, uh, hello, go to these two gentlemen. They'll help you on the e-commerce side, the Interact side, because you don't need checks anymore. Okay. I've, I've said my piece. <laughs> David? The chocolate's yours now. How about you kick it off? Okay. If I could add one more thing to that, Faisal, one of the pieces I've seen in marketing just from being on the ground in the community is surprisingly, you know, for myself and I have a tech background, there are SMEs that sometimes will equate technology with cost. So what I've tried to do is say, no, you know, you have access to more channels of payments. You're making the experience more pleasant for your consumers. And there's this perception that debit payments are high cost process. You know, David can process with e-transfer business for $1.50, upwards of $25,000, right? I think that there will be more communication to the SME community that having more digital channels does not need to be costly or does not have to contribute to your overhead. That's a great point because I think technology needs to be broken down in two different areas. There's a cost of technology And there's an investment in Absolutely. technology. And when I, I define investment is that you can make money off of it. Yes. If it takes, go back to our check conversation, months before you can receive that payment and ends up in your account. That time delay is costly to your business. So if you can get an e-transfer yeah. right to you, then your account payables, receivables, yeah. payrolls, everything is all in the up and up. That cost a lot of businesses use lines of credits, loans Absolutely. to float themselves from month over month. They don't account that technology yep. as an investment. They count that technology as a cost. So I think there's an opportunity for, for business owners to realize the faster you get money, the more money you make. The more money you make, you shorten your cash flow cycle as well. The longer your cash flow cycle is, to your point, you know, you have to access capital, you have to access liquidity, and as I mentioned at the top, in these days, you know, anything that can make it a bit easier on your cash flow should be considered. 100%. All right. Your question. The question here is forward-facing, but just to look back a little bit, uh, I've had a great experience with you because you've also been supporting in what I would describe as non-traditional strongholds of a partner like Interact, working with BIPOC founders, working in the startup community, which isn't always a place where, well... Not producing a lot of transactions yet. You're still in that, you know, trying to growth stage. Maybe you could share with us, Leo, and then I'll get to this one about, you know, some of the investment in that, because that is really grassroots. That's building from the bottom up. And those those are oftentimes businesses that aren't ready for your products yet. So what's driven that for you? Yeah, you know, I think, David, one of the pieces that we're passionate about, uh, you know, if we look at the inclusion space, There's so many passionate 
business owners and so many great ideas from all walks of life in Canada, you know, whether it be newcomers, you know, whether it be diverse communities. And what we've realized uh, in working in the ecosystem is some of the next generation ideas are coming out of these communities, right? And we want to be able to enable their success as much as possible. So in championing debit and encouraging small business usage of debit products, this is the space that we have to be in and travel with uh, as these next generation founders and SMEs continue to grow for the next three, five, 10 years, right? We don't want to release products to market and be like, hey, by the way, we want to be like, no, hey, this is we're here. This is what we have upcoming. This is what's around the corner and we're here to stay. Right. So I've been we've been really passionate about that this year and, you know, look for more of that in 2024 and 2025. One way of thinking about what we're seeing, there's disruption right now. There's a little bit of friction. We've got high interest rates. We have low deal flow, things like that. And either the pessimist could look at that and say, well, maybe things aren't great. Right, Faisal? But I've always been an optimist, what kept me self-employed for the past 20 years. Um, I look at disruption as opportunity, right? Things have to be in a bit of a state of chaos for there to be opportunity and change drives, you know, opportunities for for entrepreneurs who are Mm -hmm. trying to stay on the heel of things. What do you have on the roadmap? I mean, maybe some specifics of events that are planning out yep. or new product initiatives you're planning to promote in the next 12 months. Yeah, there's so much for the next 12 months. Uh, to the last question, you will see a lot more in the newcomer space and the diverse community space. Another piece that you will see is this year, what we've started is centralizing a lot of our educational content. You're going to see more of that. Um, we've really doubled down on the. We have a mindfulness and money module on our Dollar One Hub. You know, listen, entrepreneurship is great. You know, running an SME is great, but it can also be stressful, right? We want to not only provide the practical tools to ease the stress, but some of the more mental health tools to ease the stress as well. So we're going going to be having more of that. Another key thing, we're working to make e-commerce more accessible to SMEs and having a frictionless experience between storefront and e-commerce. So, you know, we have quite a significant amount of SMEs in Canada that both have a storefront and a digital space. We want to make that as seamless as possible. And we're having uh, tools and products in market that are going to make that a little bit more easier as well. So, Leo, I think that's a key point that all business owners have to understand. What Interac is doing, what you've done, David, with your businesses, what needs to be done is not just provide a service or a product. You mentioned some key initiatives for 2024, Leo, that have really nothing to do with payment uh, transfers. Yeah. None of it. When you talk about mental health, when you talk about a, a hub of where you can get information, has nothing to, it's to build that community that know that from starting point all the way through the Absolutely. journey of a business, that this company is with you every step of the way. Absolutely. When it's about money or not about money, yep. this company is with you every step of the way. Step. That is an important piece that business owners need to understand what they need to do to add value going forward. You've done it in your business. You're doing it in your business. I hope you're doing it in yours. And I think this is a key segue to the next question that I'd like you to ask out of that box because that will lead to one of the key pieces, I think, when it comes to what you guys are doing. Drum roll, please. <laughs> okay. The more we talk, the more I realize that uh, entrepreneur's therapy, which I use the Carmali Exchange for, um, but it's such an important thing. Give us an overview of the Dollar One Hub. For sure. You know, I think if we step into the shoes of an entrepreneur or a small business owner, 
there is the passion of delivering your product that you're passionate about, but there's also the operational piece, right? So oftentimes there is a stress related to the operational piece, whether it's your cash flow cycle, you know, whether it's the administration, whether it's goal setting, whether it's invoicing, right? So what we realized in market is there's a few pillars there. There's an operational pillar. There's a mental health pillar. There's a what can interact do for me? You know, I know I see interact, but I don't know what interact can do for me. And there's also, there needs to be a centralized place like the Carmali exchange that has testimonials of SME owners and, you know, understanding from a practical perspective, what payments means to the small business owner. So we've combined all of that in the dollar one hub that is going to have active content released on a frequent basis. So you're going to have testimonials from SMEs. You're going to have centralized product information that's catered towards SMEs. You're going to also have the mental health aspect, which is a vital piece to the SME journey. And another key piece that we have already on our portal is our toolkits, right? We're going to have publicly accessible toolkits that are free. The dollar one hub is free of charge. Uh, that includes invoice templates. That includes goal setting templates, journal, journaling templates, tax planning uh, templates as well. Uh, these are pieces, uh, you know, some, you know, some of my community work, I've worked with some SMEs. Sometimes you don't have an invoice template available, right? So we're going to, we're working on having those pieces available, downloadable, accessible, uh, that take away some of those barriers from for SMEs, especially there's difficulty in the founding stages as you're trying to get off the ground. And especially when you're in the process of, of now accepting commerce and accepting payments, it's a stressful transition, you know, when you're ready to start selling your product and taking payments, we want to make that as easy as possible and have the information there to help the SME community succeed. When you talk about the portal and you talk about the content that's available, you mentioned some key areas um, that are all up in, in a business owner's mind, but sometimes never get executed. Absolutely. So I'll give you an example. David was a, a, a sponsor and a, an attendee at one of the events that we did at the Carmali Exchange. And it was about finance. It was about knowing your numbers. It was about from passion to profit. Yeah. And many of the individuals in the room, when it came to taxes, kind of went like this. You have a tax template. When it comes to invoicing. Absolutely. You have a template. These are the pieces that I think when, when you're trying to figure it out, what entrepreneurs are good at is trying to figure it out as you go along. Kind of build the airplane as you jump off the cliff. Absolutely. Right? But what you've done is saying, I've got the blueprint, so when you're jumping, you know exactly Absolutely. how to build it. And I think that's a key difference between what's used to be for entrepreneurs to what is today. Yeah. So I think that's, that's fantastic. As an entrepreneur and as a business owner, we've had to make shit up along the way, mm -hmm. right? And now it's time that we, we have the skills, the resources, and the, the network to help us along the way. I think Interact is doing a great job. You've got a couple of boxes in front of you. Why don't you open up one? Okay, wow, this chocolate looks beautiful. <laughs> okay, so with the holiday shopping season upon us, what are some useful tips you can offer to business owners to help with online sales? I like that one. That one, that one appeals to me having, you know, uh, maybe for about a decade of my life, didn't get to spend Christmas Day with my family, you know, because I was 
setting up that Boxing Week sale. Boxing Week used to be a meaningful thing for a <laughs> retailer in this country. Now it's Black Friday, Cyber mm-hmm. Monday. It's yeah. kind of stolen that thunder. I think maybe not chasing that as much as we used to. If I've seen something evolve in Canada over the past few years, it's a little bit less of that kind of intoxication that comes along with the grandiose sale event. And realizing on the path to profitability per the subject matter that we've been talking about, Faisal, um, it's really important to be a profitable business and not be aroused by that potential of revenue growth, which I spent a good portion of my career chasing. The bigger number is always the better number. But as you're, you know, putting the shipping label on the box and sending it out the door, you're kind of calculating how much money you're losing on the way through, right? And that's just not good business. And so maybe don't be so drawn to, um, you know, follow the rest of the market into like massive sale events. Just putting everything at 30, 40 and 50 percent off is not necessarily the answer, especially so far out in front of the big day, right? Also, be wary of what you spend to acquire a customer. A click's more expensive yep. right now, right? Everything maybe it was buck fifty two weeks ago, and now it's going to be three or four bucks. So everything's going to escalate along with it. And so just really smart and really conscious of you know what you're communicating, how you're communicating. Try and think profitability over revenue growth. I think when you look at the business that most retailers are in, is at this point in time. Many of them are thinking, let's clear out our inventory. Absolutely. Let's sell. Let's get those prices. Let's get competitive with the pricing. They sometimes miss out on the other side of that. People are coming to you. You have an opportunity to gather information and data about this customer that can be a repeat customer of yours into the future. And what I find many small, medium-sized enterprises use the holiday season just to clear inventory, not to gather intel about their customer. Mm. Here's the opportunity where you get a lot of volume to collect intel to leverage that information in the future where you don't have to discount to compete with your competitors. You don't have to have a sale. You can just build connection, build a community, and they'll pay regular price versus discounted price. I think here's an opportunity for the holiday season is to collect that inventory of information about who your customer is and what are they looking for and what's the most biggest driver for them that you may not get in such a large volume in a small period of time like you can during the holiday season. Definitely. It's also very hard to, to reset a relationship with the consumer that's maybe, you know, been a first time customer at discount pricing, right? Yeah. Because it sets a value of where your products and where your brand is at. And it's really, really hard to pull that back and then start selling merchandise at full pop in the future, which is the relationship that we want with customers. So it doesn't mean that this isn't the best time of year to acquire new customers because truly it is everybody's dialed to we got to spend a little money and there's people that i love that i have to share things with so this is the right time to acquire new customers but it's the i guess it's the the setting the bar of where the relationship is at that we need to be pretty conscious of leo one more box in front of you. sure beautiful boxes by the did way. you notice how leo's keeping the chocolate so close to him <laughs> he's ready he's coming to our city he's got the chocolate in front of him he's ready all right so Interesting. Um, where should most business owners be putting their focus right now? So uh, I'll do another shameless plug. So our mindfulness and money portal that 
we're talking about ecosystem connections. We worked with Conscious Economics uh, to develop that. One of the things I'll hearken on is, you know, mental health and and mental resiliency of our business owners is key, especially at this time of the year. You know, uh, David mentioned some of the difficulties and sometimes being focused on revenue and, uh, you know, your overhead costs being being affected and one of the key pieces we've seen in market is, you know, if you're a small or, or micro business owner or a gigger, there is the degree of separation between operating your business and your family is very tight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like it's razor thin sometimes. So uh, mental health is important in the holiday season as well. So uh, I wanted to hand it over to David in terms of what should the focus be right yeah, now. Yeah, and I yeah. think I would I would echo that, that, you know, I think you need a whole suite of support tools, some of which is your family and and your mentors, you know, asking questions of people Mm -hmm. that maybe been down that path before. I've certainly made a conscious effort in my career to spend time with younger, newer entrepreneurs because that that 15-minute coffee can go a long way, right? And these are moment in time. It doesn't need to be grandiose solutions that you're presented with, but sometimes somebody who's been through a certain business experience can share something with you in two or three sentences. That was a radical change on outcomes for you, right? And I've I've got a few archived in my brain that I'm never going to forget that moment because that was a transformational moment in my business. So these are some of the... I guess, uh, you know, more esoteric things that happen with the business that we need to be, we need to be seeking. And also diverting our attention from our business a little bit too. I know it's overplayed, but, you know, the, the titans out there that have been really successful in this stuff do find and make time to be away from their business, Absolutely. to gain some mental solitude. You see things with so much more clarity at 30,000 yeah. feet once you've had a chance to remove yourself with it. But you can't do that when you're zoomed into, into the pixels, right? It's hard for me to do it for my business. I'm sure it is for all of us. Sometimes easier to get an outside opinion on what's going on because you're you're too checked into it to see it for what it is. Uh, other things to focus on, for me, it's the things that you can control. I I can't control what consumers are. Sometimes we think that marketers control those things, but they don't, right? Yeah. There's so many moving parts that drive a market and, and the decisions that people make when they're making a purchase and whether they're choosing you or someone else. So really focus on the things that you can control, really knowing your numbers. I mean, really being 100%. intimate with it, right? That we again, I think it's talked about tremendously and rarely actioned upon. But you need to be checking in on things weekly. Tuesday, nine a.m. Sit down with the team. Know exactly what the numbers are. Knowing which levers you have to control is the biggest thing that we have to affect yeah, outcomes. You know, and I'll, I'll I'll never be able to impact an interest rate, but I know where I can constrain operating costs. And I know mm-hmm. where I can find more efficiency in what we're doing. And so having a handle on the levers that you can pull, yeah. I think is absolutely critical. I think it's so important to know your business inside and out. I know knowing how your financials work, how to help yourself and help your, your staff and your business. I think there's one opportunity that people can focus on going through to 2024. We've been accustomed or been told to go find a mentor. Go find someone who can help you. Go ask. Go network. Now I want to see the opposite happen. I'd like for people to go out and offer help, offer mentorship, 
offer opportunities. I think that's where you're going to see the change. One thing that was a big difference with the coffee business, and we were talking about you being at the airport and the Tim Hortons line was too long. Do you remember when everybody would start to pay it forward? They would yep. go through line, they would pay for the person uh, that's next in line or already ordered yep. or how, you know, you're always paying for somebody else and you have no idea it's going to happen until you get to the cashier. Why are we not doing that as business owners? Why are we not helping each other out in certain ways where we can pay it forward? I'm a big believer of if I give and I give and I give, that value will come back to me tenfold. It may not happen in the same calendar year, but it's going to come back, right? And so the more that we give, the more that we mentor, more that we, we see a person early in their journey and we can give them some help, the more that we can kind of say, hey, I've got a connection to help you with Interact or how to get e-commerce or how to yep. get onto this, onto this platform so that you can get more business or help your family out to feed your staff members, to feed your families. That's where we can pay it forward. I think that's a huge opportunity we can go through to 2024. So I'd like to see what we can do for our own businesses, but I'd like to see what entrepreneurs can do for others. Definitely. It's a great message to send, Faisal. I could track back in my head business that took 10 years to develop based on an introduction and some goodwill and going to a meeting and showing up at an event and talking to another person. And things don't turn around. Sales and opportunity doesn't turn around in in days or hours or weeks even, right? These things, it's an investment long-term into serving the community and serving the ecosystem of entrepreneurs that are out there that, that, makes things happen and it always it's circular right it always comes back to you in some in some always, way that's much bigger always come Definitely. back gentlemen i want to thank you so much for joining me today and thank you for joining us on the carmelli exchange thank you for listening don't forget to hit the subscribe button for more from the carmelli exchange and you can also follow me on social media at Faisal carmelli where we can continue the business conversation